Issa just because he can literally play any position. Like there was one, there was one game where I got, I got, I was playing nine. I got Simbin for collapsing them all. Would you believe? <laughs> and uh, Issa ended up playing nine for those ten minutes, and he scored a try, made a line break, try saving tackle. He just basically taught me lesson. And then as I was coming back on, we were setting up for a scrum, and he was about to, put, you know, I was coming on, taking the ball off him. He just threw me the ball, smiled, and winked at me. No, and no. He, just, he just taught me a ten minute lesson. I had to play nine. Within those ten minutes, he done all that. He done all that. Joe presents House of Rugby, United Rugby Championship, together with Bank of Ireland, proud supporter of the four Irish provinces. Welcome back to House of Rugby URC. We've got another packed show for you this week, guys. Uh, a full round of URC action. It's been a long time since we've got a chance to say that. Um, as always, I'm joined by the lovely Megan Williams, former Ireland International. How are you? I'm good. I'm well. I'm well. It's great to be back here in the studio, Jason. It's been a, it feels like we have been here for months. Well, we were here three weeks ago. Jason didn't bother showing up a couple yeah. weeks ago, so you're nicely rested, obviously. He's packed, uh, and, it looks like he's packed on a little bit of weight. And of course, yeah. So, as you can see, the lovely Greg is here, as usual. Uh, mm. Absolutely delighted to have you here, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did you miss the last episode, you also forgot your shirt this week. So what's <laughs> Oh, well, the two lads are matching, so it's all right. That's yeah. it looks yeah. like we're in school together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like a bit of a boy band going on as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we have another person joining us this week, and it's actually the first guest that's played in the matches that we're analysing. Um, Leinster scrum half, Luke McGrath is here. You're welcome, Leinster. Thank you. Thanks for having welcome me. To good to be here. It's good to have someone on the yeah. URC who uh, probably has more URC medals than he knows what to do with them at this stage, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, well, thanks for coming in to see us there, Luke. Good to be especially here. after the dramatic... End to last night's game, like for yeah. our listeners, so Cardiff beat you guys 29-27 in the final moments of the game with the huge penalty kick from Jared Evans yeah. in the final moments. How are you feeling? Absolutely good. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was a very difficult game. Fair play to Cardiff, they made it very tricky for us. Um, you know, we were probably a little bit rusty, you know, a lot of... A lot, of the, a lot of players yesterday hadn't played much, you hadn't had much game time with all the games being cancelled for Christmas and I thought we were a little bit rusty but you got to give credit to, to, to Cardiff and yeah. unbelievable kick at the end, I was gutted it went over but fair play to him. I know, a bit of a harsh call, what do you think about that penalty that the ref gave you? Yeah, we no. were only talking about before the match, uh, before the show and we were thinking no. Yeah. You're straight into it here. Under pressure, the way I like, go straight into it. Um, have you uh, seen it back yet? I, have, I haven't really seen it back now. I heard it is harsh from what you guys were telling me before, but you yeah. know, like, look, these decisions throughout the season, they, some go for you, some go against you. But yeah, yeah. unfortunately, went against us yesterday. Yeah, well, I was watching it back. I was doing my homework for this, and. I honestly had to watch it 10 times. I was like, where's the high tackle? Yeah. And I thought it had been clipped wrong. So yeah. Like, yeah, that's the TMO call, was that right? Yeah, so yeah. TMO came back yeah. and was like, that was a high tackle the previous phase and the ref just put out his arm, which he has to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, Cardiff celebrated as if they won the World Cup. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Honestly. It, it was a bit of a seatbelt tackle, but he's slipping into it and he lets go straight away. So there's no real force, there's no real tackle. As I said, I think we're all in agreement. Like, you, you were robbed. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love the celebrations though. I think it's great for them because they haven't actually beaten you guys for 10 years is that right? 11 years 11, 11 years, years since, they, since they got a win against yeah, you in the league anyway but presumably they haven't beaten you in the Champions Cup but mm-hmm. yeah, we, 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 we that, remember that but, yeah, fair play to <laughs> it's tough to talk about now after losing uh, it, but, look, uh, fair play to we, we look at the game itself I mean it, it was actually a good game I know you probably won't remember too much but you haven't got a chance to see it back yeah. but mm-hmm. that Owen Lane try that's going to be in our, 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 our try of the week later on I mean that's a cracking try from Cardiff 
the, the kick across and the gas on that kid. Yeah. I remember talking to Shane Williams just before the URC and I was like, is there any guys to keep an eye out? And he goes, Owen Lane, mm-hmm. that guy is a winger like that's going to go places. I mean, there's three of you there. I don't think you were one of them involved, but <laughs> there's on the outside, like that's that's some serious gas here, yeah. actually. It's also the vision from Evans to even find them was very good. I think it was off a, off a turnover as well mm-hmm. and they're lethal off turnover ball. And, they exposed us big time on the edge, but yeah, like you yeah. say, it was an incredible finish. The speed was—I wasn't getting anywhere near. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was but, just chasing him. Uh, well, I think Ro- Ross Byrne was back there as well, was he? And like yeah. Ross, is, Ross is an unbelievable player, but he's not known for his speed. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, I man. don't think there was anyone team catching him there. No. But, uh, what I thought was mad—I don't know who was on. The, who was left wing for you last night? Uh, Rory Lachlan. Ro- Rory. Rory yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, Rory will get him. Rory will get him because Rory's quick. Yeah. So I can't—I can only imagine how fast yeah. Lane was moving there. Yeah. He's quick. Yeah. He's quick, but. Class Roy from Adam Burn, not after that. Like, I mean, it's good to see him. Like, he's slowly getting back to the form that we saw before he was injured. Like, I mean, forget how damn good a player he is. I know, it's such I a know. dream to watch, isn't he? Yeah. Like, even just the way he wa- uh, runs, it's so flawless. Yeah, yeah good looking no. as well. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. can get me in trouble. I go home and my husband's but, like. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say he was no, watching we... that try on the bus all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was a nice try. Like, it was, it was kind of had a bit of a sevens flair to it. Like, the kind of set back inside. Like, he came out at a pace. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Like, there's a guy. I mean, like, what, how's he? What's he like in training? That one is he kind of getting back into it now? Yeah, exactly. Find like, himself again. Like I spoke earlier, with all the games being cancelled, you know, a lot of lads hadn't played since. I think Adam's last game was Glasgow. He was telling me last night before, which was you know before November internationals essentially. So that was the thing. We were probably a little bit kind of rusty. You know, a lot of first lads playing their first game in a long time yesterday. So yeah. um, you, you can't win every game, lads. Of course, yeah. like you win, you can't. Yeah. You, ha- you, ha- you, ha- you, ha- you have to lose some games. You yeah. can't keep beating them. Yeah. But Adam hadn't played for nearly two seasons before that. Exactly, well. exactly. And there's a few guys in that boat as well. Like Will, Will was just back from an injury and then he played last night, things like that. And yeah. Joe McCarthy getting his debut, who I actually thought was brilliant. He played the 80 minutes, so fair play to him as yeah. well. I did think it was weird that about just before Ross got the penalty before they got theirs. And I was like, this is madly close for a Leinster game at this mm-hmm. point. It was like 74, 75 minutes. Yeah. And I was wondering on the pitch, did you start feeling that pressure? You're never usually that close at that part of the game. Yeah. I, I, I just, well, like, when you say that to me, I'm just thinking about in the first 10 minutes, we probably could have scored two tries. And, we let, and you know, when you don't capitalise on those opportunities, it comes down to very small margins yeah. throughout the game. And yeah, it was it was so tight, like you say. Um, like every time we gave away a penalty, he was taking the three points. So kept the scoreboard taken over. But yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, we haven't been in like. Hopefully, we're able to build from these in the mm. from being being in these scenarios. Yeah. Luke, did you feel a bit of the pressure from the crowd? Because watching it, they they gave you a lot of booze. Yeah. Even when um, Harry was ki- kicking for his penalty, the crowd was was really loud. Did you feel that the energy from them? Yeah, we did. Absolutely, it was great to play in that kind of hostile yeah. atmosphere, especially with last year no crowds for the last kind of couple of years. So. Um, you know, they were obviously maybe favoured the referee decisions a bit more, but I know it was great to be back playing with crowds, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. You, you played well as well, in fairness. You had a nice little uh, set piece move, Scott Penny went down the yeah. line. So you must be happy with that kind of stuff, working. Yeah, out. yeah. Well, like we definitely took our, we were probably more pleased with the second half performance. Mm. Um, we probably started a little bit slow, let Cardiff kind of play their attacking game up on top of us. and. You know, we struggled throughout the first half, but yeah, we got things going in the second half, and you know, unfortunately, we couldn't finish the game off. Yeah, yeah. Cardiff's scrum was pretty strong as well. I noticed they turned you over against the head, which is very uncharacteristic of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they are. They're, they're like. There's a lot of internationals in there, even with the mm. Welsh squad being being picked. So yeah, you know, they're a quality team, and they're mm. definitely going to be tough to beat, especially in Cardiff throughout for the rest of the season. Now. Yeah. But yeah. I noticed they were really physical in the contact area, like on the ground. They were they were putting two, three people in the rocks there. And a few turnovers as well. Like you just seem to, uh, like, 
they were on top of you a lot. They seemed to really target that area on that game, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. I think we, we talked about uh, Boy the Seven, who has yeah. a lot of turnovers in the URC this season, and you know, unfortunately, he was able to get yeah. a few more yesterday. Just looking ahead, like obviously, is it on Monday you'll have your team meeting and like review the match? So th this week, actually, we have the week off. The week off, no so game you won't get a chance week. to next week's no, review that. What usually would happen though, if we have a few, day, if we have a week off, is Stuart Lancaster might do a kind of a WhatsApp video and send right. it a review before we come back in the following Monday, if you like, because. We're meant to be playing Edinburgh now on the Friday, so it's mm. a fairly short week when we come back straight in. Yeah, long week, so living with I that know, loss. I know. Oh Especially some some guys will obviously take a few days away, but it's, it's that, that's why it was so crucial to win yesterday, yeah. so you can okay. enjoy the week a bit more. Yeah. Sure. I'd just be intrigued to know as well. Like, I mean, obviously, this is probably the first time in a while you've lost a game. It's been a long time. What, like, you'd expect, oh no, this review now is going to be extra harsh. But are you just as harsh on yourselves when you win? Yeah. No. It, it, it's like you know what I mean. It's. It, it'll be a, it'll be a tough watch now, especially when we all individually know we could have probably done a little bit more. Um, but it's important we learn these learn these things because, like Greg was saying there, even in the last five minutes we we're in serious pressure moments, and how do we come out of those moments? Mm -hmm. Some good, some bad, and you know we learn from it and, and move okay. on. With a lot of the players obviously gone to Irish duty, um, would you find there's a different dynamic in the squad? You know, a lot of the younger players getting a chance to play. Um, would would training be a little bit different, or the, the games the same, same? Yeah, well, like the obvious one is that the standard when the internationals are, are here is it's obviously incredibly high in training, and you got to understand there's a lot of younger lads coming through and you know learning their trade, so you got to be a bit more patient with them and things like that. But you know, it's an incredibly talented squad and uh, training still to a very high standard. But yeah, you pro you're probably just got to help the lads through. Yeah. I, I would have been held through by kind of Isaac Bosso and Redden back in the day. Yeah. So I'm one of the older. No, no, I, know. I was. The, I, was uh, I only realised yesterday I was the eldest back in the squad. No yesterday. way. Oh, I was 28. Like so. What? It's, no. But for 28 to be the eldest back is still. That is no, insane. That's what, I thought, that's what I thought. No, I need Dave Carney to come back now and on the next game, please God. He's a few years older <laughs> yeah. than me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, look, it's a good learning curve for Leinster and it's something different for you uh, to go away and review and work back from this and great stuff for the, the young lads getting their, yeah. getting their few minutes and we'll move on to more Irish rugby. Yeah. We, we have some questions coming up to you later on but obviously we'll, we'll move on to the next game before we have our, our fun little round of 10 questions. Before we get stuck <laughs> into them, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave them alone for a few minutes now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the Ulster game on the weekend was a good one. It was a 27-15 against Scarlets but we have to talk about Scarlet's how depleted they are at the moment. There's 17 players injured, which is nearly a full squad, and six away on international duty. So, like, I don't even know who they are playing for them yesterday. Like, honestly. I mean, till, till you lose 27-15 against Ulster or a team in form, I know they're down a few internationals, like, yeah. in, in the Kingspan, like, that's, they put up a good show, and the biggest talk about that game, lads, is, I, mean, I don't know, like, if, if you've seen it, like, I mean, we have the clip, I mean, I think Craig Elroy should have seen a red card very early on in that game. I've, I've sympathy for him mm. and your man is coming into the tackle, he's slipping into it and he's falling into it but he connects with him clean into the jaw. You'll, you'll see it here yeah. with his shoulder. It is, it does not look good. This isn't, this comes after this clip. Yeah, here, here it go. is here now. Oh, his neck ah. gets slapped oh, wow. back. He's is that your first time seeing that, Luke? Yeah, that was my first time seeing it. <sighs> He was having a great game as well, and isn't he? The, 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 yeah. His neck going back, the whiplash. The whiplash, yeah. He gets yellow for it, like, and he, he tries to say that like, he's trying to go. He goes to the framework and he's like, okay, we're, we're bringing this down to yellow because the mitigation there is that he's slipping into the tackle. That, bad, bad, bad. To me, I think mm. I, I do. I have sympathy for him. Yeah. But you, what do you think? Should that have been red? 
yeah, it's one of those ones that could have been. Um, the only the only thing I would say is he is slipping a lot. Now, it obviously doesn't look good in slow motion as it was, but I suppose what did save him is it didn't look like Craig Over had any proper intent and force into it, maybe. He kind of just, his head hit his shoulder maybe a little bit, but look, it's it's one of those, like, they're going to disagree, agree yeah. to it. Yeah. It's very it difficult. It seems that mitigating factors is a big thing that refs are looking at this season. Mm. There's a couple of times now, I don't know if you've noticed as a player, that the refs are trying to find reasons to get it down off red cards. Yeah. Or yeah. is that just... Well, so it's part of the framework, yeah, but the ARB, because I think at the start, like, they were trying to be so strict with the framework that if they see mm. any kind of, a, okay, this is a red, but then you get to the game, as you know, it, it destroys the game if you're just throwing red cards out left, right and centre. Yeah. And if you're throwing yeah. yellow cards out, like, and of course we want to protect them, but if you can find mitigation there and if you can understand as you said it looks a lot worse sometimes in yeah, slow motion yeah. Yeah. if you let it play in real time and you look for that mitigation go, okay was there force was there this but I think when it's a connection like that like I mean that was he could have been very badly injured there and that hit like, the yeah. whiplash and that it's like a car crash so mm. Gilroy and Gilroy then ends up getting the uh, the bonus point right yeah, for yeah, us yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's mad we had Keith Leon in the last show and he thinks that the reaction of the players in the area where the injuries happened or the tackle has happened should be a, a factor to take into account. So say if I get tackled right beside you, you are going to see how hard that is. And if you're like wincing or getting pissed off, then yeah. that's obviously like, oh, it was a bad one. So Keely thinks that that should be a part of it, which I do agree with him. Because yeah. the closest people to it are going to be like, no, it's bad or not. Yeah. Um, so what, what did you what do you think of all that yeah, situation? Yeah, that could be, it's, it is difficult. Like the mitigating factors, it seems to be a bit more, you know, referees interpret different things. So... Um, Oh, it, it's like I'm, I'm just looking up. That's obviously the first time I've seen it. It does look very badly, yeah. but uh, so, how, how do you train for that? Like, I mean, the laws are constantly changing, and we know we're, we're trying to be so protective of players at the moment. But as you said there, I, it's so much up to the ref's interpretation. Yeah. And like you can plan and train for a match, a huge match, and all of a sudden then you get a ref who doesn't agree with a decision, and you've got a guy red card after ten minutes. Yeah. Like, and this could happen. I mean, like you know, you guys are probably favourites going into the Champions Cup, and what if he came up against yeah. uh, whatever, uh, you know, a, a Toulouse or something in a quarter yeah. semi final? Someone gets a red card after five minutes and it's out the window, and there's nothing you can do about that. It's like what you're saying there. It's like you can get red carded now for being very unlucky. Like obviously Craig Gore is very unlucky there, but it does look bad. And you know, like you say, it could be a potential red card. But we do speak about these things that, like, you know, it 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 almost seems like it, there's going to be a time in the season where we are going to have to play with 14 men for a long period of time. So. You know, we kind of speak about it. If, you're you know, training, you're always strong. We're talking about like, do we put seven on the scrum, made on scrum if it's a forward or if it's a winger, who we put on a wing, things like that. So, you know, it's something we have to be aware of. Unfortunately, there's gonna there's a lot of red cards and a lot of a lot of weekends. Jason, did you have any standout moments from that match? I thought um, Billy Burns had a super game and a lovely try down that. Uh, blind side of the wing. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, it was his run and that set up Gilroy's try. I thought like he's, he's kind of um, unlucky maybe to miss out in our selection. Kind of, he, he was in there thereabouts. Yeah. I, 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 he wasn't. He didn't pull up any trees like when he was in there, but he was a good solid player. And but it's what's the same time. Carty is playing well, but looking at the game itself, yeah, I mean, it's a great movement. Yeah. In fairness. Do you think they were missing some of their key players also? Like James Hume wasn't there? Yeah, well, if they're under international stuff, week. I get. I thought Doak was very good. I mean, like, that's pretty quick thinking there out of Doak. What, what do you rate him as, as, yeah, as a nine? Like, he's, he's, he's brilliant. He's, he's, still, he's only 19 or 20. Yeah. He's very, he's very young. Like, so, huge career ahead of him. And yeah. yeah, he looks brilliant. He did very well there, look, uh, scanning down the short side and kind yeah, of created the opportunity. I'm pretty sure that's Is that Craig Alloy's 69 try for all 69, yeah. I'm so only that. seeing the chip there. That's very impressive. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's a good little try. Yeah. No, they played well. Um, even playing that well, and we 
15 minutes to play it was 15 all so it yeah. wasn't it wasn't anywhere near like a, a massive win at that stage for him and then there was it's going to be tough saying this name Garrett Milazinovic did I get that right did I uh, his try put Ulster in front then and it was kind of game over at that stage yeah. um, but it was good to see the, them playing well and especially coming in now with all the with, the, with Leinster losing and Munster not playing that well it's good to see Ulster now because we were giving them crap a few weeks ago not being yeah, a good team yeah. so yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> to be fair to be fair uh, there's a good clip then after the game then as well I don't know if you saw it uh, big Dwayne Vermeulen coming on barefooted to do his interview and yes they, they got a bit of a slagging off the, the, the panel kind of basically like this isn't uh, the weather the weather up in Belfast isn't exactly catered for barefooted but he was like I'm yeah, so I just, comfortable he's like yeah I basically just played 80 minutes like, yeah. give me a break I need to get, what does he say I'm wearing like studs that long like but uh, yeah <laughs> Even the well, but when he has men like this beside him and Dwayne Vermeulen yeah. it makes his job a little bit yes, easier maybe it's the impact of this big spring buck Dwayne I know you haven't been here that long but really this is not suitable for, where, <laughs> for, for January in Belfast uh, James uh, I'm, I must say I'm pretty comfortable uh, after, after 80 minute game on um, you know in, in, in longest studs it's, it's really comfortable just being barefoot a bit yeah <laughs> brilliant I still find it mad to see him play with Ulster like, I, mean, I think he's still probably one of the best number eights if not the best eight in the world at the moment even even at the, yeah. what's the ripe old age of 35 or 36. Yeah. He's an incredible signing for them. Right? Like, the, the difference he must make, even to have him around the dressing room, to yeah. have a World Cup winner like him who's, who's done it all. But we'll move on. We'll move on to Connacht, poor old Connacht, uh, battered in the end by Glasgow. I, they were in there, thereabouts for the majority of the game, but Glasgow kind of run away, ran away with it in the end. 42-20 yeah. at home. I mean, you know, six tries uh, for Glasgow, which is just, that's a lot of tries in the sports crown as well. So mm. it wasn't great. Connacht did a right at the start. Sammy got a really nice try. He had a lovely line and came in and scored a good try. But um, I think that one of the things that stood out for me in the game was the centre partnership between Sam and Tom Farrell mm. kind of fell apart when the, off the try. There was a mall and... Uh, or Glasgow just went straight through like that was first great, phase. He had, uh, Tom Parr, was it Tom yeah. Parr got injured he injured his ankle and he had his ankle yeah. wrapped up and they tried to get him off and he said no I'll try and run it off but you can see he's actually ghost why have him in the 13th but that's channel? the thing Put it makes no sense yeah, and yeah. they just run straight through like, and he's, zero. He's, he's on one leg and he just yeah. through his channel I don't know if you probably haven't seen it yet cause you're I, I saw the highlights this morning and that was about yeah. it yeah I think I know the try you're talking about it, it looked a bit easier for, for it was so uncharacteristic of Tom so that's what happened he had an injury what do you make of this season now you've got Connor you've drawn them now in the last 16 like yeah. that's going to be tough because not only do you welcome them to the RDS but you've got to go to the sports ground yeah. it's not going to be an easy game no, for you this year the sports like. ground is one of the hardest places to go to you know, they have a very very good record there usually but uh, no, it's, very, it's very exciting Like it's going to be a great battle uh, we play them already this year um, they're a very good attacking side so well coached so it's going to be some challenge um, but you know, it's great. It's great to have an Irish province. You know, in, in Europe, it's it's you know both teams will be relishing it. Yeah. And it should, it should be great to watch. First time ever, we've all four provinces into yeah. the, into the knockout stages. Like that's pretty. Yeah. I know. I kind of like kind of got there by default in the end. Like with the the match getting cancelled and stuff like. But like they have played well this season, and it's good to see. Yeah. You know, all four teams are in there. Maybe it was the uh, missing Carty at ten as well. It's just the creativity missing a little bit, and, and Tom Daly wasn't playing as well. So maybe it's just those kind of key players. Bundy wasn't Bundy there. Bundy wasn't either, there doing so. his whooping and his hollering. Yeah, so like <laughs> maybe yeah. unlike a, unlike a Leinster who just have constant unbelievable players all over the squad. <laughs> sure that they need those those focus points like of the yeah. unbelievable players across the team just to keep Connacht going. But uh, you'd miss Mac Hansen, wouldn't you? Mac Hansen as yeah. well. Yeah, Twinkle Toes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Even like Kim Prendergast is up as a. Development player at the moment, like I mean, 
he's he's a hell of a talent. Like, he's only, is he what, 21 or 22 is all he is. Yeah, he's And he's no. just a real, like, I know I give out about him for a week ago, like, and he's shouting <laughs> and roaring and he's smiling, but it works. And that's yeah. the thing about Connacht, like, they, they get under, like, that's something I, I presume you're going to have to, you're, you're going to be looking at preparing for. Not just the way they play, but their mentality, like, they like yeah. to get under team skins, don't they? They like to piss you off. <laughs> yeah, they do, and it works. <laughs> it does work at times, so I'm sure they'll be doing it to us 100%, but uh, not just that, their they're quality side, like, the attacking rugby they've played this year so far as well has been very impressive, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be some game anyway. When definitely, when definitely, yeah. They, kind of were, they were chatting a lot to the ref. They were getting really frustrated with the ref, just with the breakdown area from Glasgow. They were yeah. really strong in that area. Like, do you agree with what the ref was saying? Um, I actually can't remember exactly what the ref was saying, yeah. but I think we have the clip here. That we, can we, have, we, have, we have a clip yeah. from, um, from the game, from the, the incident with Fraser Brown. So this is a pretty interesting clip here. So basically... Uh, there's a high tackle coming in basically mm. off a rock and it's kind of an accidental clash of heads but even though it's accidental it's clear head contact and uh, Fraser Brown decides to have a chat with the ref and basically tells him no I don't agree with you <laughs> um, you have to look at the framework so have a listen here so you see here there's the contact he comes in look and bang it's it's accidental but he's coming in he's coming in upright you at least have to look at it it's pretty dynamic here yeah I understand there's foul play but I mean, he's come in to contest that. I don't see that as... Uh, there's no foul play, mate. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no foul play no for foul me. Play. Yeah. He's come in and it's accidental yeah. contact for the head. No, so it's not. It's not, it's not even he, foul but play. But interesting to see Fraser Bromway has to say. So the, the both guys are, uh, are entitled so to go into that. that. Head on head collision, if you go in, pull up like that, then it has to go to the framework. No, he's a latcher. I don't care, sir, if it's accidental. That's the framework. Yeah, yeah, I've got that as no foul play, Fraser. I don't care, sir. Um, yeah, Luke, question can I ask, like, you're captain, self, fantastic, would you be the first person appointed to go into the ref's ear if there's something that you don't agree with or is anyone in the Leinster squad who... There's a lot of leaders I yeah. suppose in the yeah. squad, yeah, but yesterday I, I thought you were going to show a few clips of me arguing. <laughs> <laughs> you might do, you might come yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> no, but is he overstepping the boundaries there now, like, or is he right to question the referee if I he feels? Yeah. I think he, he, uh, he was captain yesterday, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, so he's, he ha he's definitely the one to talk to the referee. It's when everyone's kind of shouting in at the referee, that's when yeah. they get, you know, a bit pissed off or whatever but to be honest I think the ref was actually right there like yeah. I, thought, I, I thought it would have been a harsh red like those were saying earlier like you can be unlucky to get a red card but, yeah. mm. but they, didn't even get, they didn't even get a penalty for it like I think what he's trying to say there is because it ended up going back to an advantage for a Connor penalty what he's yeah. saying there is you have to at least look at it by the framework go to yeah. TMO have a quick check it, probably, it was probably a penalty you yeah. saying by letter of the law he has to or because he's because of the framework like the, the framework is if you come in and if you make contact with the head you have and your to. tackle and your tackle comes in upright. It has to be checked. Oh, does it? Okay. So yeah. he's not just doing it because. And oh, then you have to look to. at the framework yeah. and go, okay, straight away, it's head on head. Okay, mitigation. It's it's, it's an accident. He comes in. Okay, that brings it's not mm. a red card. It goes okay. Yeah. More mitigation. He didn't wasn't intentional. It's not a yellow card. Penalty only. Yeah. Penalty. So that's mm. the framework. Yeah, I'm surprised in rugby though uh, that he was able to speak so disrespectfully to the ref. I I, I, I didn't want to mention that, but I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're I, right. say, I don't care some of that. That's yeah. usually yeah. be like yellow cards yeah. straight away for talking to me like that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially English referees who just march you back. Didn't Wayne Barnes guy last yeah. week? Yeah. Last week, yeah. You yeah. gave him a red card, didn't he? Second yellow. Second yellow. Sorry, so you gave him a second yellow for personal. Yeah. Well. Well, I think in it's, it's just so mad the the difference between rugby, how respectful you are to the refs, and then to football, like soccer. They're just shouting so at them in their faces. Like, it's mad, isn't it? Tugs. Could yeah. you imagine if you could hear the Tugs. audio of the football? The audio of the football. I don't know if you'd want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. It reflects on you. Obviously, you're in the heat at the moment, but you have to like calm yourself down and think about what you're saying to the refs, because yeah. you get yourself sent off. Easily, easily. Do you find it difficult? 
Um, I'm probably more a kind of calm kind of person, so I don't find it too difficult. But there is moments where you just need to, you know, take a deep breath before speaking to them. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of lads screaming <laughs> at me to tell the ref something, so you just mm. got to be kind of calm with them. But I kind of hope that you, you know, you you develop the relationship as the game game kind of goes on. You can kind of able to speak to them, but you, you have to pick the right moments, like you say. Yeah. You don't want to be. It's not, annoying them the whole game. It's not an easy job for you because you have to concentrate on doing oh. your own job first and yeah. then do that. It was even worse last year. Do you remember the captain's challenge came in? Like that was the most difficult because you know lads wanted to challenge nearly everything. It was just too much talk. Like even towards yeah. the captain, was finding it very difficult. I think everyone's happy that's gone. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think, yeah, like look, it, it is what it is. I suppose as a captain, you got to be <laughs> yeah. able to do it. Who did the territory? Like, exactly. Yeah. Who did Johnny Sexton, who was the referee, he had it with a, with a few years back, and when Johnny turned around, he goes, "I know you don't like me. What referee was that again?" <gasps> oh, I the Six Nations, oh, that was brilliant. The South African referee was, was our man, the French ref was like, I know you don't like me. And he got into a big thing, but look, that's another thing. We'll, um, before we go on to the, the rest of the matches, before we look at our beloved Munster and the rest, of those, the rest of the games of the weekend, we've got some questions to ask you. Right? Yep. So, an interesting one. The first one, I might it's interesting. Now, I think, I don't know, I think it's a bit of a funny question because I don't think your time with Ireland is over yet. But a guy was here, uh, John Cotter, is asking, would you ever uh, consider declaring for Canada? So, was the main question looking there is, are you actually eligible? I, I was born in Canada, yeah. Oh, okay, but, there you go. Um, my parents were there for about four years, so yeah, I, I'd never really thought of it. I'm still, <laughs> still looking to hopefully play with Ireland again. So it's something I've never even thought of, but um, yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> well, I suppose like, if you were say like you were like completely because you're obviously you're still there thereabouts in the squad. If you were long gone out of the Ireland squad, you knew you weren't getting called up, and you were, say you hadn't played in three years, you're still. Would you, is it something you'd consider? I suppose it's nice if, to have the, it's, it's good to have the option, isn't it? Mm. I suppose for for lads who are kind of born elsewhere or you know have ancestors somewhere else. But um, well, you're yeah. 28 now, is it? Yeah, 28. Yeah, so you still have so many more years to play yeah, in Ireland. Exactly. Maybe when you get to like 35 or something, you could Possibly. go. I might go play. With <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I go play with the sevens Canada, again. Yeah, Canada. Probably do a job for Canada in your 40s. I think like the best. Let's be honest. Get paid to live in Vancouver. Like yeah, not a bad life. Not really, is it? Because they made it. Sorry, they made it quite easy for you to transfer over to different countries now. Like I think it's only three years. Three years isn't a long time. Yeah, it's not a long time. But you have to have. It's not like that. You like where you can go and live in a country. Like you have to be. As you said, other born in Canada, yeah, yeah. or you have to have an actual. That's be your actual nation. You can't yeah. just go over and live there for three years. Oh yeah, that's oh, exactly. Okay, yeah. That's gone. It's five years for that now. Still. Yeah. But well, yeah, we want you to stay here. We want yeah, you back exactly. in that green jersey. Exactly. Yeah. We, actually... we have Hong Kong versus Canada in the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'll go back, go back to England. You too. go back to England. With the name like Williams, I'll go back to Wales. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some of the questions from our audience submitted this one as well. This is from. Um, sorry, St. McGill, he asked, with the defence being one of your strengths, what advice would you give someone to improve their own? Oh, it's a good, good question, yeah. Um, well, being kind of one of the smaller players, I just try and go as low as possible, but um, I got, I actually, I'd watch Will Connors a lot. I know you had him in here a few months ago. Like, he's one of the best yes. chop tacklers in the world. In the world, like, the really, yeah, yeah, like so. I'd say my best advice would be just to watch him. <laughs> Honestly, just go as low as possible and hope for the best. Yeah, good answer. We actually said that to Will, didn't we? We were praising him on yeah. his top tackling when he was in. He's, yeah. he's brilliant. Like, yeah. he's, he's like he's it's, it was Dan Liddy years ago, kind of was one of the first people to do it. Like that back row of Liddy at Warburton and. Falatel, yeah. 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 Remember the 2011 World Cup, like where they just absolutely destroyed Ireland in the quarterfinal yeah. with chop tackle after chop yeah. tackle. Yeah. It is, yeah. I said it's a skill. I think that I don't know. Is is it a hard skill to because you're. I suppose you have to get it right, don't you? Yeah, that's definitely a skill. Like you have to practice it. Like yeah. Wales practiced it the whole time. And like, unfortunately, Wales been injured for so long, so he's able to practice it for months and months. And 
you know, he's, 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 honestly, he just stops the attack dead. Like, it must be very frustrating to play. I'd hate to play against him. Is he killing him? Like train at all, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just stopping you dead. You know, you've no momentum. You can't get over the gain line. And if yeah. you're playing against that the whole time, you're very frustrated. Just yeah. watching this blue scrum calf come out yeah. of nowhere. It's, it's, the, it's the mentality of it as well. Like, yeah. you're putting your head down towards people's feet. Exactly. So, loads of people practice it, but I think Will is just in a different mindset. I know, that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. He's been so mad, he just doesn't me? think about it too much. And yeah. just goes, boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on, talking about your training and how strong the competition is in Leinster. Um, we have a question in from a guy called Daniel Quinn, and he wants to know what the battle is like between you and Gibson Park. Yeah, it's, it's like anything. It's a good kind of healthy, competitive environment to be in. Um, we get on really well off the pitch, um, and on the pitch, I should say. But <laughs> No, we do, we do get on very well, but it's not just our position. The whole Leinster squad is incredibly uh, competitive, and you can even see how competitive the Irish squad is, and as you say, in all four provinces into the, into the final stages of Europe. But it's, it's a good, uh, we have a great relationship. Um, we try and make each other better, you know, every single day. Um, we yeah. battle it out on the pitch as we would, but, you know, we're great, great friends off. Yeah. Which is it's good. not even just the two of you, Nick McCarthy's coming exactly. up there as well. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Cormac Foley's another young player coming up. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's like anything, you know, when you get onto the pitch, it's going, and get, going into war, I suppose, in, in a way. And, you know, everyone wants to play at the weekend, but. You know, at the end of the day, you just want Leinster to win. Well, I do anyway. I'm not sure about you guys. I can only imagine how competitive it is during the week in Leinster. Like, you know, yeah. Tuesday training, Thursday training. You're not going out and just like messing around. Like, you're all proper going at it. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was, well, it's, when we had a load of games cancelled there, we almost had kind of mini games throughout the. Every Friday, we almost had a game because we had no game at the weekend because it was cancelled. And they're very, very competitive, which is uh, which is good. If you, if you look across the four provinces, actually, I would not like to be a nine coming up because if you look at Ulster, I've got John Cooney and Doak. At Leinster, you've got yourself in Gibson Park. At Connacht, you've got Marmion and Blade. At Munster, you've got Casey and, uh, and Murray. They're all in. Pretty much every single one in there is international except for Doak. Yeah. I would not like to be a nine coming up like yeah. when you've got like two like 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 superstar nines in in every single province at the moment. It's, yeah. It's, what it's do you crazy. make of all that? You're obviously one of them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to play in the green jersey at the end of the day, but um, I suppose we all drive each other on and as long as our, hopefully Ireland are winning the Six Nations, it's a good reflection yeah. on all of us. Very political answer, will it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you question me there. It's that media trend. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. It works the job. And, okay, I've got a good one here. I've been looking forward to asking this question. So, Jack McGrath uh, actually sent in originally as in Jack McGrath, former, former, former team of Jack yeah. McGrath, and I was talking to Jamie Heaslip during the week and he asked me the same question. So I hope there's a good story behind this and I know they, you're going to ask me. Right? What I know is why, why are you known as the Ferris? <laughs> <laughs> There's not a good story to this at all. Jack just called me, called me randomly one day. I think he, I scored a couple of tries, like pick and goes as a nine, like randomly pick and goes. And they just, like, I think I scored three, maybe three and maybe four games or something like that. And they just started calling me a ferret. Like something that was really quick along the ground, <laughs> under, underneath players. And Jack McGrath called me a ferret one day. Jamie thought I was hilarious. And the two of them still call me to this day. It's <laughs> not really stuck. a great story, but that's literally it. Well, it's still good. Is it stuck? Are you call the ferret inside? Some people call, to me, call me it, sorry, but... Um, it's mainly those two. Now that those two have moved on, it's a lot more quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I met Jack a few weeks ago because I'm actually doing some training with them because they own oh, the yeah. Collective Fitness. And I was doing a photo call with the, with the guys there and I brought my son along because I didn't have a babysitter at the time. And um, I was like, fangirl. I was like, can I please get a picture with my son with you? So he's got this, I had this picture. And, and the baby's like, screaming and I'm like smile Anthony and Jack's like holding this poor child like oh, it was really funny uh, but he's good laughing yeah he's a great character just show anyone's going to bring Ferret back like, so if any Linsperer is watching <laughs> yeah. start calling him Ferret again right? yeah. <laughs> bringing it back 
<laughs> Some people still call me to annoy uh, me now and then. But. There we go. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, sorry, I have another question from Dan. He would like to know what it's like representing and playing for Ireland. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. It's it's um, it was definitely it's definitely my my most memorable achievement. Really, I, play, I actually st my my debut was against Canada, which is funny enough, I was <laughs> born there. Yeah, wow. years ago. I think eight of us made our debut that day, which is brilliant. Like Gary Ringrose, Dan Levy, and James Tracy, who I'd be very close with. So. That was an unbelievable day, um, but probably my most memorable representing Ireland the day we beat New Zealand in the Aviva. Like that was just the atmosphere. That was 2018, like nothing I'd ever experienced before. So I love re representing Ireland, and hope, hopefully I get another chance to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of which, have you been chatting to Andy Farrell? I presume over the Six Nations coming up here. I presume you're literally like just one place off. Of yeah, I haven't really speaking, spoken to him recently, but um, I when. Jamsa got injured, I came in for the Argentina week in November, so okay. I, I kind of caught up with them, the coaching staff there, and yeah. spoke honestly with them. So, no, yeah, like, look, hopefully I've uh, not too far away, but, um, you know, you got to respect, it's such a competitive squad, like I've said earlier on, yeah. so you just got to accept these things, and hopefully, yeah. the only reason, you, the only way you're going to get picked, I suppose, if you're playing well with Leinster, so. Yeah, that's yeah. well, you, are, that's you are playing well. I just yeah. think the standard of scrum half at the moment is crazy. Yeah. And it's if, like, Andy Farrell, you obviously know more than me, but if you might want to play in a certain way, which might, like Gibson Park might be more creative, but you're more solid. So, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's where it comes down to. So. Exactly. It's just mm. the coach's opinion as well, isn't it? But yeah. I look at it. Uh, it you, is, if you it could is. list out 15, 20 players where, like, in any given season would normally be in the Ireland squad, but it's competitive. It's, but it's, look, it's good for the country. Yeah, it's good exactly. practice. It shows you the standard rugby is getting so good here that we literally, mm. before, like, the squad would just pick itself. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've got like 20 guys, but and it's good because if, if an injury happens, you've the same standard going straight back in again. Yeah. That's something we didn't have before. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully it goes well for the Six Nations now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, still, obviously, at the end of the day, like you're still going to take it personally because you want to play for Ireland. You're still at the peak of your fitness playing ability. Yeah. So, like, are you finding that tough? And would you say this is a tough period in your career, or, or how are you dealing with it? It definitely. It kind of last couple of years were definitely tougher. You know, it's um, like you know we all have the competitive kind of edge in us. So like, you definitely want to play as much as you can. Yeah. So. Um, it definitely was tougher. I kind of I've learned to just kind of get on with you know concentrating on Leinster and see how things go there. But uh, yeah, look, you just gotta gotta roll yeah. with it and see see what happens. But like you say, like anything can happen. So just keep the head down, keep I was, working I was hard. Just about to say, the next couple of weeks, <laughs> you're gonna be running on the beat. It can happen. It could happen like that. You never know what can happen. Yeah, how do you like? I mean, that kind of do you have to prepare any bit different? Like, do you you know now you're on standby. So does that mean like okay, I got to be super. I got to train harder, or I got to train less. Because I could be, I could be, like, you know. Yeah. No, well, tomorrow you can go. Okay, yeah. like one of this, one of the nines is gone. You're in the squad straight away. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I know I'm on standby. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. There's yeah. a good chance you are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Do you yeah. Have to have to mentally prepare yourself for that. That I can get a phone call at any minute, and I could be playing against Wales next week, or I could be on the bench against Wales next week. Um, I just, I got, I got to switch into gear for that. I wouldn't say you, you like you, listen. Like, what is when's the first game? Wales this weekend. Yeah. So no, I, I wouldn't say you train every day. Like, I'm going to enjoy my few days off now because yeah. from a Leinster point of view, now we have five. I think we have five games in a row, which is a lot. So enjoyed a few days off now, and yeah, look. You drive yourself demented if you're away. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. You can relate a little bit to that as well because you weren't part of the Olympic squad at the beginning, was that right? Yeah. And yeah. then you got called up. I had a little pissy fit before the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that on YouTube as well? <laughs> Is there a documentary? I just, text, yeah, I wasn't picked for the Olympics initially, and it obviously was very hard for me because I yeah. sold the whole narrative to the world after Love Island. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to be with the girl and take the golden ticket because I want to go play in the Olympics. 
wasn't picked and I was like, oh, it's going to And then last minute, uh, last minute, Gavin Mullen got a little niggle. I got pulled over and I was like, oh, this is grand. At least I'm here. Like I can watch it. It'll be the closest I can get to it. And the boys were playing crap and I got put in and we ended up winning. And the exact same thing had happened in Hong Kong for the World Series qualifier. Didn't get picked, got pulled in last second. Boys were playing crap. I got put in. There. Go on in there, so we might as well have a few minutes. That's why we, we love you. Winning. That's why we love you. What, Jason, what's so. the title for the paper tomorrow? That's, that's, yeah. that's why we love you. That's why we love you. <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it's a running joke yeah. with the team. Yeah. Crap. Uh, the next one is, uh, I, 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 I like this interesting one from Tom Ryan. I'm actually going to add a, a, a next question answer it myself. So, the, the question from Ryan, who's the best player you've ever played against? I'd also like to know after that who's the best player you've ever played with. Okay, the best player I played against, I'd say, when I was younger, I played against Ruan Pienaar when he was um, kind of the main man on Ulster and just he taught me a serious lesson. We got hammered by Ulster up there. It was a year, I can't remember, it was years ago now, but he was definitely one of the best I've played against. And recently, like Dupont would be. Obviously, exceptional. So, probably those kind of two players. Um, with, I would say, Johnny or Issa, Johnny Sexton or Issa. Um, Issa, just because you can literally play any position. Like there was one, there was one game where I got, I got, I was playing nine. I got Simbin for collapsing them all. Would you believe? <laughs> and uh, Issa ended up playing nine for those ten minutes, and he scored a try, made a line break, try saving tackle. He just basically taught me a lesson. And then as I was coming back on, we were setting up for a scrum, and he was about to, put, you know, I was coming on, taking the ball off him. He just threw me the ball, smiled, and winked at me. No, and no. He just, he just taught me a ten minute lesson. I had to play nine. Within those ten minutes, he done all that. He done all that. Uh, oh cast years ago, so like he's just an, like, I know he can start in a ten leg, but start in a nine is completely I different. I, didn't, I, th insane. I think it was the first time he's played nine, like, honestly. But uh, <laughs> I still laugh about about that to, with him, like when I, whenever I talk to him now. Yeah. I'd say he could still do a job for anything if you brought him back. Now I'd say if he, he's probably still keeps himself fit. Like cause even that time we, when he came back for the second spell with you, and I was like, oh, it's a bit of a strange sign and a bit of a gamble. He came back and played better rugby than he played in his first spell. No, he he's came phenomenal. back. Sure he left as a winger, kind of fullback, and came back as playing twelve, and he was. Even better, like you say, um, but his mindset is, is just yeah. incredible. Like he's definitely one of the best players. He's probably the best player I think you've ever brought in. I'd say, but is he? Yeah, like all the lads would say, he's the best Lenser player ever. Just with the amount, <laughs> like obviously he didn't. He had that one cap for Fiji, so he's more or less playing with Lenser every international yeah. window. Essentially, he was the main man. So, so yeah, it was almost a blessing in disguise for Lenser because he was he was available, like, and he was never injured. Exactly. Exactly. You know? yeah. Well, on the back of that, um, like a question for me: What would be your career highlight today? Mm, career highlights. I'd say it was the winning the Champions Cup in 2018, but Leinster. That's probably the the highlight. I was actually I was I was in um, Murrayfield when, when Leinster won in 2009. Amazing. So I was when I was 14 or 15. So just kind of watching on and like seeing how much it meant to Leinster to win it the first time, and then kind of at a start to the crest was very special. I would say. Yeah. Plenty of stars since then as well. Yeah. Yeah. 2018 <laughs> seems like a lifetime ago, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, 2009. Yeah. Wow. Um, and you were mentioned there that Issa taught you a lot and you've learned a lot from Johnny and uh, I was saying you're the el you were the eldest in the back line yesterday, yeah, even on yeah. 28. So <laughs> would you say you're similar to the way Issa was to you, that you're helping the young guys come up, you're showing them little tips and tricks, are you kind of like staying blindfolded and you're not, you're not <laughs> telling them anything? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely learned, I think as a leader you kind of learn off others as well. So I learned a lot from Issa, but Issa always seemed to kind of say the right thing at the right time. Yeah. Um, but he, he was firmly led by his actions on the pitch, so... Um, no, I would try and help the younger lads as much as possible. Um, but it's definitely like leadership is definitely something I want to develop, and 
I've learned a lot off Johnny. Like Johnny, just unbelievable leader. Like uh, so, um, it's great to learn off these guys, and hopefully, I can be better for it. Yeah. Nice one. Uh, I have a final question here. It's actually to kind of follow up onto that. Like, it's just tra training and playing with Johnny. Like, I mean, if you look across the provinces, you look across Ireland. Like, I mean, we had it years ago with with with, with Stringer and Agara. Like, and it's very important to have that connection with a nine and ten. Uh, Conor Murray probably hasn't had that so much at Munster, but like yourself and Johnny just seem to be almost telepathic at times. I mean, is that just because you get on well, or is it just like is there do you, is there a lot of prep going into the way you, the way you study the games, the way you prepare yourselves? Like because you, you're a very good combination together and always have been yeah no we, we, we get on very well off the pitch um you know he's <laughs> he shouted at me a fair few times like when we, when we were younger <laughs> yeah. but we get on incredibly well like the good thing about johnny is he's like even if you do something wrong he'll just he'll he'll, he'll ask you why you made the decision you know he just wants to understand kind of players in around him but i suppose that's just come to years playing with him and uh i absolutely love playing with him um and uh, like he's what, what age, like now he's thirty. He doesn't look like he's slowing down at all. He's in the best form, one of the best forms of his career. Played a hell of a oh. game there last week. Like he's, after we're, like he had yeah. COVID, he had that bloody that injury, he hadn't played in weeks. Yeah, he was class. He's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so he doesn't look like he's slowing down at all. So hopefully now he's been brilliant for the Six Nations. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Tom Brady and he have retired just today. Like so, I mean that's. Tom Brady played till he was 44. I mean, we might get 40 out of Johnny. Yeah, maybe. Tom Brady's not getting tackled by open side wing forwards. That's, 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 that's what Johnny said. As he said to himself a couple of years ago, he said, if Tom Brady can play till he's 44, why can't I? Yeah. You know what? So. Johnny wants to stop playing the way he plays, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true, actually. He but gets I, stuck in and he's still, what? Like, what is he, 35? 35 or 36. He takes the ball so hard out of the game. I can't understand how he does it still. Like, and yeah. he just. He's just so hard to defend. He's so intelligent as well. He seems to always pick the right option. So, yeah. Yeah. But like you say, yeah, there'll be open sides trying to get into him now for the Six Nations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, we'll just wrap him in bubble wrapping here for the World Cup because that's the extent like, he's going to be starting that World Cup. There's no one else there to go in for him. But uh, moving on, back to uh, onto the beloved Munster. Uh, that, that's a game for me disappointing I remember talking to the lads for that game and I kind of get more excited I don't know about like yourself for watching matches I get more excited when I see in these windows when I see the young, the young guys playing and I was like this is a really exciting looking monster backline a lot of young guys that haven't got games I want to play I was like they're playing Zebra who literally haven't won in over a year they're missing all their internationals mm. the boys now are going to go out young fellas are, they're going to throw the ball around and you just saw them that it was just shite absolute rubbish the ball didn't get wide at all like, Couple of uh, couple of decent tries, but yeah. it was a messy match. Yeah, there's a lot of senior, a lot of players getting their first senior runouts for months. Yeah, it's it looks like, like I think something like eight of the players have been well, last week. Give the benefit it of the doubt. Could have been, it could have been, it could have been, it could have been. But I was expecting more. Yeah. Of them, I think it's you're going through I, your beloved monster. Man. I know. No, but I think oh, it's something. Yeah. Come here. I'd love to know your thoughts on monster going. It's something that we've been saying. I mean, you're a back, right? You've played in exciting backlines with Leinster and Ireland. You know, obviously, you, you, you would have seen Stephen Larkham as a player and as a coach. Everyone expected all this, these great things to Water Monster. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing really there, is there? There's no spark there in that backline. There hasn't been for a long time. It's a loaded question. Yeah, it is a loaded question. There is. Yeah. And they, definitely, they definitely have the players to, you know, they definitely have the players to play the kind yeah. of wide brand. But like, look, I'm, I'm so far from the environment. I really don't know, don't know what they're doing in training. But there's so much talent in that squad, you know. And they're, every time we play, they're incredibly hard to beat. So. Mm. You yeah, know, exactly. Like, and a load of young fellas playing, and they still won 34 yeah. 17. Yeah. Like, so it was, it was decent and good to see people like Jake Flannery getting a run out. Yeah. He's only a young lad. I, I'm not sure exactly his age, but I think he's only 20, 21. Mm -hmm. Played with Shannon last week, then he's in with Munster. John Hodnett played. He's just off the back of two years out with an Achilles injury. He's playing really well, got a try. Um, and it was kind of little sparks of Dan Goggin was back in. He's, Dan Goggin got injured again, though, didn't he? 
Did he pick Torrent, the end? He picked but, up an injury. I don't know if something serious, like, but he's another yeah. class player. Did you like, see his line for his try? Brilliant. Like, incredible. I don't yeah. know if you've seen it yet, but I, I, did, I saw the try. Yeah. Straight off the line. Obviously, Crom, like, scrum halves never get uh, given the props for this, but it's so impressed by Crom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he found him. You have to find him, and he just batters away through the line. So, Dan was really Crona got man the match, yeah. He was starting for Gary Owen the week before, like, so it's yeah. good to see him like straight back in into, into a URC game and get man of the match. Like. Exactly, and I do like seeing that the Munster coaches, even though there's a, they're going to be changing now at the end of the season, that they're giving young lads a goal. Like, do you know what I mean? Like These lads are getting game time. I remember back when I was in the academy, like if anyone got a cap, it was like crazy. It was like, oh my yeah. God, you're actually playing? Now yeah. there's lads getting caps all the time, True. which is really good it's to see. It's a third different out half in, 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 in the same amount of weeks. Like, so yeah. It's good to see things that, like, as in, like Fannery is a guy that's, I think this is first game this year. I think is it? Yeah. Could you know? be. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it is. Yeah, but uh, but like yeah. they battled it out really well. Zebra, because sure you've given the zebras a really hard time, but it was nil nil. Was nil three at 20 minutes in, yeah. and they didn't really run away with the match until the second half. Yeah. So yeah. They, and there was a lovely intercept try from. Oh, Core Jason, you're you my main oh, guy. Come to the names. <laughs> Eric Cronjack. Yes, there you go. Eric that was that was a great bit of rugby. I love that. Yeah. I love to see it. Twenty-five year old South African. He's yeah. good. Yeah, and he picked it off really well. Um, he was Jack, Jack Crowley. Just kind of tried to pop it off, and yeah. it was off a zebra lineout that they missed, and yeah. then Jack Crowley tried to pop it off, and your man yeah. just took it. So I think, look, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. I think I, I think I'm probably overly harsh on Munster because of what's gone on the last few weeks, and then when you see you guys come out and play Champions Cup and score a point a minute, when you play teams, you're like, yeah. you're Munster playing zebra who haven't won in, in 12 months, and you're just expecting a little bit more from yeah. them. Well, I'm going to stick know? up for Munster. They smashed you, you Wasp up from, last yeah. week. Like by forty points or something in Tom Park, like you know. So yeah, I think we're okay. These, these lads are putting seventy points back on Belly. We lost last night. Yeah, true, 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 Where was Zebo? Why was he not playing? Um, I think they were just giving the young lads runs. Shane oh, okay. Daly got some time, even though he hasn't not, had much game time yeah, himself at all. Have he? He's not really a young young lad anymore. But like, there's just so many. Because <laughs> he has, he yeah. plays for Ireland, like, and he's another guy just hopefully getting back into the Irish team soon. Like, he's just it's just too many wingers around. Like, really good players. Like was there anyone that um, stuck out in that match? Any uh, young guys? For any young guys? From John Hodden, I thought, was, was class. Yeah. Um, good to see Jack Crowley playing really Jack well Jack O'Sullivan again. had a good game, though. Jack O'Sullivan, yeah, which yeah. was really good. And someone that's been playing unbelievably the last couple of weeks is Jack O'Donoghue. So I don't think he's really getting like mentioned enough. Oh, Jack O'Donoghue is an unbelievable player. player. He's, just, he's been very unlucky with injury the last few years. And like, yeah. now he's, I think he yeah. seems to be finally over that now. And he's... He's, he's got a good run of games together. Yeah, like obviously the back row is really hard to get into in Ireland, but like yeah. he's one of the best back rows in Ireland at the yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah, he's so good in the line, the breakdown, and everything. He's he's yeah. oh, he's exceptional player. Yeah, and similar to yourself, he's young enough to be moving into that captaincy role as well. He's yeah. now captain Munster in a few matches, so I'd love to see Jack get back in the Irish squad. Similar to Luke, like get these guys <laughs> yeah. back in. Yeah. It's just, but it's like the, the back row. Like I mean, like, you can see the likes of Scott Penny there last night as well, and then you've got Conor Oliver over on Connacht. Like, and yeah. there's just so many. Like that's we yeah. said, scrum half was bad. Like imagine being a background in Ireland at the moment like there's, there's five fellas in each province that you've got trying to get past before you get into the Ireland squad like yeah, so yeah. it's not easy it's not easy but uh, moving on to um, Ospreys versus Edinburgh um, Bowen Vettner became the first prop in 21 years as a league scorer hat-trick so Ospreys won 23-19 yeah, but uh, <laughs> hat trick from a prop. That's uh, some going. Yeah. It's incredible. It's yeah. unbelievable, unbelievable. But um, yeah, I mean, look, good, a good, a good win for Ospreys because like Edinburgh were, were top of the league going into this, this, this before this round. Like so, and Ospreys have kind of been flirting with up and down and haven't been 
too great this year. And uh, you know, have any of the Welsh teams well, bar last, bar last night. <laughs> Sorry for bringing it up again. No, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, and we've, we've a few mo- uh, moments in this Ospreys Edinburgh game that we're going to talk about with jukebox and uh, try of the week. So yep. uh, we'll, get, we'll get on to that in a in a bit, Rui. Yeah, we had there was actually another game, Dragons and Benetton. Just a quick mention on them. It was a close game again, 13-13. Try a piece, yeah. not yeah. one for the pure. So an inter- an interesting one at the end of that game, the Dragons game, was there was a red card and 83 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was mad, and the game went on to like 87 minutes. Nothing happened, but they ended up drawing. It was another uh, a guy came in and was rocking out and hit a guy directly straight in the head, just got a red card straight away. Yeah, oh, it was a mad way. Weird to see a draw as well. I think there was two draw, just draws this weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. The Sharks and Stormers was a draw, 22 all. Yep. Um, nice. Which was a close one. Yeah, Sharks actually got two yellow cards and then conceded two tries in like the last 10 minutes, so they really just bottled it. Um, 22 all, which is another weird to have a, have a draw there. And then the other South African game was Lions-Bulls. Yeah. Bulls got a big win away to the Lions 34-10, um, which was cool to see. Um, it's just really weird to talk about so many matches that were on. Yeah, it is. We can't really stop and talk about it. We're not, we're not yeah. used to it because like, no time. the last few weeks we've had like uh, two games or three games. Yeah. And yeah. You get a chance, but now all of a sudden, like it's, it's the first time since, uh, what is it? I think is this... You might know better. Like it was in November since the first time we got a full round of URT games. Because I remember how many games did you get cancelled? Oh, so many. <laughs> yeah, like we've 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 had three in a row. I think it's three in a row now. Before that, we have must have had four or five weeks off. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, yeah, it was crazy. You're crazy. gonna have a busy few couple of weeks coming up yeah, now. Yeah, I think that's a good thing though because in November we had no like no Leinster games on, yeah. and you know a lot of lads who hadn't played that much rugby before that. So it's good to have you know five or six games while the internationals are on for the clubs as well, just to yeah. get yeah. a bit of momentum into the season. What are your thoughts on that? I remember when we had Felipe on, like, and they're trying. To, I know they're trying to make the URC better by having the internationals available at all times, but as he was saying like when you went into that block he's like where are these young guys going to get their minutes from now yeah it's a balance you know? isn't it like it's good to see like a lot of lads are playing with the, in the AAL which is brilliant for the clubs as well so like that's important that yeah. side of it so but um, no I, I do like having you know a good few URC games in the middle of the Six Nations it's just good for for everyone, like I say, to get a bit of momentum. Yeah, and you have crowds back as well, which is exactly. even better. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we'll move on to our uh, nominations for Troy of the Weekend. Um, first one up, uh, sorry not to be doing this show again, but the first one up is Owen Lenz, Troy from last night. But I mean, you've got to appreciate it. Like the, 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 the vision here for the kick is absolutely beautiful. And I mean, the pace yeah. on the outside there, I mean, it's, yeah, it is actually Ross Byrne and uh, Lockins chasing him. Like, I mean, that is serious gas. I'm very surprised Roy didn't get him. He, I, I'd love to know the speed that he's moving at there because Rory's quick. Man. Is he? Yeah. He's very quick, yeah. Um, so he's just, because he takes it and then goes on an outside curve. Now yeah. He's going outside Ross Byrne. Yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to shift your, your, shift your speed back on again. I mean, like, very it's, you very rarely see guys go on the outside at this level anymore. Like. Yeah. The second one we have is Warner, uh, the Lions v the Bulls. Um, this is a great try it's here. Lovely inside pass yeah. there. Two inside passes, it's a lovely line. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just got called back though um, for a forward pass. Did it not? No. No, not, 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 not oh, lovely line to the middle there. Oh, it's very similar to yeah, yeah. the one in the first half, sorry. Yeah, it's a lovely try. Yeah, great try. Some speed out of that blindside winger. Oh, I love I loved the, the next try come up. This yeah. is one of Ventner's tries and from his hat-trick. This so, one, yeah, is uh, Bowen Venter's yeah. second one from uh, an offload there from Kunavula. And Bowen Venter just goes in from 10 metres out. He's not getting stopped there. <laughs> Look at that for <laughs> a finish. <laughs> Incredible. And that's his second. He goes on and scores another one, so... Um, what a player to have playing in prop. You love to see it like that. Yeah. Good one for the front row forward club. 
Exactly. Yeah. That Konavula uh, second row is playing unbelievable for Edinburgh as well. Yeah. Yeah. Some serious ball skills. So we'll start with you. What's your nomination for try of the um, week? I'll go with the Edinburgh one. One for the tight five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that one. One for the front row four of a club. What do you think? I think I'm, 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 honestly, I can give it to Ventnor as well because like, I like the, the build up, the, the step, the shaking off, the, the tackle and stuff. You yeah. know, one for the front row. So I'm going to go for Ventnor as well. Yeah? I'm going to go for the wingers try. I love that with the kick. I think it's just classic. Yeah, <laughs> go on, mate. Go on, rub it in. Someone had to say it. Yeah. yeah. Fair <laughs> nah, it was his good speed. And that was only one of three tries for uh, Ventnor, which is really, really impressive. So shout out to him. So you do want Fentner as well? I so am, yeah. After, sorry, sorry, it was a true one. Yeah. <laughs> Just, gotta, um, gotta take it, gotta take it. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> All right, lads, we'll have a look at Jukebox of the Week, will we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, up first, um, this is uh, Rob uh, Ross Moriarty's try for the Dragons um, against Benetton. Um, does really well here, like, shows some great strength to break out of the first tackle and then get in. Um, Moriarty, he's a guy that's... Is he in the Wales squad? For the, for the he, he usually is, so I, I would be surprised if he doesn't play yeah. uh, in this Six Nations coming up. But to tap and go from 10 metres and just drive through like that is, is really, really good. Especially as captain of the team. Yeah, just he's a really monster. Maybe he was a lion there only five years ago, you know? Yeah, it's just leading Top by there. example. Yeah. So when they're on the back of it like that, you should just go for it because the, the back's at hand. So it's a yeah. great idea. Exactly. No, he does that, he does well. But uh, there's another one that you, you spotted that was uh, an interesting one. Yeah, it's, uh, one that I saw, which is mad, I've never seen it before. So Van der Walt, uh, who is out half for Edinburgh, got charged down. I don't know if you've seen that. No. So he's on just inside the 22, converting, and he got charged down. He was just so slow. And uh, the boys got up, charged down the ball, and they followed through and shouldered him and literally sent him into the ground. But he was just so, I'd say, so embarrassed that he got charged down. He did, didn't even react and just got up and just kind of jogged back. But it was one of the biggest hits I've seen all, all uh, season. Oh, I've never seen anything like that. Poor Van der Waal. So my nomination for um, the Edinburgh v Ospreys games is Kuna Vula. This is pretty impressive here. This is in the build-up to the tribe we just saw. That's yeah. something like that. The offload's pretty impressive as well, in fairness to him. But just off. pause the inside centre into the ground. Like, it's mad. Some strength. You could almost give a double jukebox there for that, couldn't you? Yeah. Double jukebox, I like that. No, we, can, we, we can't, if we give that night, like, they're going to get a double-double award. Like, because you think he's getting the award, it's the same try. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know if we can give a double award to this. I really liked um, Ross Mariarty's one. So I'm going to go back for my vote to Ross Moriarty, picking tap and go. I'll go Moriarty as well. Yeah. yeah. Kuna Vula for me. <laughs> just because I can say, say it. <laughs> Grand, I'm going to say Kuna Vula, so we're going to split okay. the award. Right? No, we <laughs> can't do that. I'm going to joke. He we'll did get Moriarty. the other one, so. We'll go for Moriarty. We get to Moriarty. Nice. We get to Moriarty. We, because Kuna Vula technically gets a bit of props. Yeah. No pun intended for, for the build up to Vendor's <laughs> try. So we, 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 we'll give it to poor old Ross. But um, okay. rugby news. Moving on to the big rugby news. Obviously, Six Nations. Like, I know we've chatted about it a lot. Um, yeah. Not too many surprises in the squad. I don't think we expected a huge amount of surprises based on how well they played in the autumn. Like, and I think he's kind of happy with the squad at the moment. The two big choices were, I think, were bringing Lowry in instead of Zebo. Zebo didn't even get any game time in autumn, but he's played no rugby in the last few months at all. I think it, Lowry's been playing well. And then the other big one then is Chris Farrell getting dropped and Hume coming in. But mm. I, what are your thoughts there? I mean, I think... Chris Farrell hasn't been playing the best rugby at the moment and Hume is, is in serious form. Yeah, I think more just more looking at Hume, how well Ulster are going as well. I think Hume and Lowry have been the standouts in the back line, as well as Balakoon actually, who I think is 
should, you know, will probably have a big Six Nations if he pl if he plays. So no, I think the Hume is just playing exceptionally well, and you know, like I said, it's such a competitive yeah. squad. So like, what a team so she! Like, I wasn't I wasn't too surprised with the with the selection now. Like the confidence that these guys will go in with the back of beating New Zealand, they have that. Uh, shield around them that, they got, that the guys in Six Nations are going to want to knock that down big time. They yeah. have a confidence going in after the autumn internationals. But um, yeah, like I'm, I was really excited um, to see Jack Carthy in the squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting a chance to yeah. maybe go, come in and flourish and get some game time under his belt. Mm. Um, yeah, with Carby like, probably being a bit injured, is he again? Yeah, well, his, his elbow. Well, they said Carby would be able to. He, play no, he was actually at the Six Nations. I was on the Six Nations on Tuesday, and Farrell said that he's actually fully fit and raring to go. That yeah. he's been training away, like he had that problem with his elbow, but he, he's actually available for selection for the Wales game. So yeah. I don't know whether he'd bring Carty in or Carberry. It's probably going to be Johnny starting 10, of course. But yeah. uh, the big thing I'd ask you, like, to ask you like, is it, the. the Looking on the wing with low out, as you said, there Balakoon's on great form. You've got Mac Hansen coming in. You've got someone like Keith Earls who's been out of the squad for a while. Yeah. I think Andrew Conway's going to get that right wing spot, but that left wing spot, I think, it's up for grabs, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. I think, like you say, Conway went so well in autumn. I think you'd have to say he'll probably start the first game. Um, yeah, and Balakoon played against Argentina and did really, really well. So they could continue with that. Um, Mac Hansen, he's been brilliant all season as well. So good attacking flair, so it'll be interesting. Like with Mac Hansen, what do you think, Luke? Do you think he's in the squad to be in the squad, just to be around like everyone in the squad, or do you think he's there to get some game time? It's probably a little bit of both. Like, yeah. I think if he's training well this week, I, I think Farrell will pick him. Um, but you'd, you'd probably odds on say it's probably Balakoon Conway, maybe even Earls, just for that experience in the first yeah. game, just to mm -hmm. get the up and running. But. You'd like to be picking from those wingers anyway. It's a, it's a good yeah. option to have. I think there is areas of games of his game that Mike Hansen still needs to work on. Maybe his defensive game to get thrown straight into a Wales in the Aviva. I mean, that is <laughs> baptism yeah. of fire yeah, and, yeah, and exactly. as it comes. But look, come here. I, I think he's. I think he will get game time. Like maybe probably more so Italy or if there's injuries and stuff. But yeah. well, it does seem be, like a talent. I could be my words. I just don't see him getting a start. Like with the other wingers in there. Mm. Like or is he yeah. just, even against Italy or something like that? Like may, uh, maybe against Italy. But like the other games are just too big. The Six Nations so competitive this year. Oh yeah. And like Mac Hansen's class, he's been playing really well. And it's good to see Andy Farrell rewarding guys like him, James Hume, Jack Carty for playing well in the URC. But in the Six Nations, it's just different, different gravy. Like you've played in the Six yeah, Nations before, yeah. it's just next level. I, I could see Erzy being in there, um, and then see what happens after that. Like, but because as you said there, Mac Hansen's played, made a few mistakes. I remember in RDS, he got caught out a couple of times. The question in, about his defence a little bit. Yeah, in sports ground, he got caught out. Mm. Yeah, exactly as you're saying there. So look, I could be eating my words, but mm. I just don't. I just know the difference. I remember it's, it's something that stuck out to me years ago. I was hot in the CJ Sander when he said when he first came into international rugby, he basically said like. You literally have about two or three less seconds to do anything, yeah. no matter what it is. That's how quick the intensity is of when you go from provincial to test. Like, is it is it that much of a step up? Like, yeah, it's a huge jump. It's a huge jump. But um, yeah, no, it is physicality, especially, and like you say, you have way less time on the ball. So, you know, it is a baptism of fire if you're thrown in there, especially not having made any any appearances before. But um, look, if you're good enough, you'll be thrown in there, and you've got to learn one way anyway. Yeah, maybe yeah. the hard question way. I actually wanted to ask you, Luke, is a question actually about the uh, the fullback. You know, like Hugo Keenan is playing remarkably well, so consistent for Ireland. Has a, I think he started every match. Yeah. But who actually is going to replace him if 
God, if he does get injured, you know, who's going to go yeah. in for a fullback? Touch wood is right. He's, uh, well, he never, he hasn't been injured at all. I know. It's a very good question because yeah. I think we're all just assume him to be there. But if he goes, we've become so reliant on him yeah. now. Yeah. Is Lamar going at fullback? Yeah, maybe Jordan actually, yeah. Well, you would have said Stockdale, but obviously Stockdale's out for the rest of the season. Lowry come in as well. Lowry as well. Experience there at that level. Yeah. I actually <laughs> thought that Simon Zebo would be the natural progression into fullback, but he's not even in the squad. Yeah. Yeah. But he just because he, like, he, he was out with COVID and stuff, and he had he was out for he hadn't he didn't play a game there at one stage for like three months. Mm. Yeah. So I just don't think he has the minutes in him to bring him yeah. into the squad at the moment. I think it's a fair. Yeah. That's why he's going to give someone like Hansen and bring in reward the form and in, in the balcony yeah. and stuff. I'd love to see Zebo back in there. No, I just think I think he will be in there at some stage. I think he deserves he does deserve a shot because I don't think Ireland would have brought him back and once would have brought him back if they didn't have plans for him. We said to, to at least give him a go and see what he can yeah. do at that level again. Exactly. And every time he plays for Munster, he plays well. He scored two tries against Wasps last week. Like he yeah. always does something with the balls. So I think if he straight in swap for you were keen and like. Mm. But yeah. be interesting here, like your predictions that like, gone into the actual Six Nation itself. I mean, I think it's safe to say, based on the, the injuries that Wales have and the fact that it's our first proper match with a f- full crowd in the Aviva Stadium for the Six Nations, I think Ireland will be confident they can beat Wales. It won't be easy, but I think that's a match that we'll expect to win yeah. Yeah. based on everything but like, looking beyond that like I mean England a lot of injuries France at the moment they're dealing with an awful lot of Covid in France yeah. I know even DuPont has got a knee injury he's up and down but we have to go to England and France I mean how do you see things playing out in general? Yeah it's going to be very uh, like the first I know it's obviously clear, the first weekend is going to tell a lot <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think Ireland have a great chance like they're in great form from November hopefully continue that form from November uh, first game home will be brilliant um, I don't know if it, like I don't think a Grand Slam will probably be one I think Ireland have a great chance of winning the tournament though um, mm. that would probably be going to France and England is going to be incredibly yeah. tough I think it's too good I don't think anyone's going to win a Grand Slam I don't think France or England no. or Ireland could win a Grand Slam this year no so should be should be a great watch anyway Greg, tell me, did you have this conversation with Shane Williams? I'm a big fan of him. <laughs> when you went to yeah. see him a few weeks ago in... Uh, oh, you did, you had a oh, chance. What was it that you were doing? Tell us nice about guy. it. Yeah, so I'm doing a series at the moment with World Rugby, finding rugby's yeah. toughest fitness sessions. Uh, only two days ago, I did the Navy SEAL test, which I'm still recovering from. I'm dying. Um, but last week, I did a virtual leg of the Tour de France with Shane Williams. <laughs> and he, I completely fangirled him. Because like, I grew up, what, you grew up yeah, watching yeah, yeah. as well. Shane yeah. Williams is just the man, like God. Yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like meeting John Alomo, like yeah. that kind of level. Do you know what I mean? For me, he was, anyway. He was, he was, he was that good. Like, yeah, so was. I had to kind of try and play it cool. I was like, oh, how are you, Shane? Yeah, yeah nice to meet you. I was freaking out inside. And, and I ended up beating him in the Tour de France, which was mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but did you have any predictions of the game? Did you did, talk about the Welsh game? We did. He was, he, he was talking about how he loves uh, beating Ireland like in relation to, like, oh, I'm going to come to beat you because I always beat Ireland. And I was like, I don't know, man. He's, he's like he does all like triathlons and Ironmans yeah. and stuff. Like he's an absolute freak. Like he is, is he super fit still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three Ironmans he's done. Yeah. What? Yeah, but he backs Wales. He thinks Wales are in very good shape for for six nations. Oh, so obviously know. he's going to say that. Of course he's going to say that. I think, but like it's, yeah. Yeah, they have a good backline there. Look mm. at Wales. See how many forwards are missing at the moment. Like that. It's a depleted yeah, Wales Alan squad. Yeah, Alan Jones isn't there. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, if you look, if you look through the list of their, their squad at the moment, like they're missing, like they don't even like, so like a tip rich as well. Like they're missing a lot of players, but yeah, they're reigning champions, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. No one would have said that last year as well. Do you know what I mean? Like they just, I don't know how they just turn it up when they have to. That's true. Yeah, there's something about them. Yeah, it's like South Africa when they turn on. Yeah. yeah, they just get in stuck in, don't they? Yeah. Um, so you're obviously gonna say Ireland's gonna win. Ha- have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think, guys? I'm. I, I would think. I think Ireland have a good chance of winning it, but I think for me, just. 
if I'm thinking with my head, I think France are overdue at Six Nations. I think France, I think France might just pip us and we'll finish second. Nice. It's a hard one. Like I'm kind of torn with, with like you said, France, and I think Ireland. Just the strength and the depth in the squad is unreal, and like the confidence that they have from beating New Zealand, I just think is really going to push them through. Like England, not going to do too well. They're missing a load of key players from injuries. Yeah, it'll be between France and Ireland. Yeah, be tough. Yeah, <laughs> get off the fence, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, have to pick one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ireland. Yeah. Good. I just have this faith. I have this positivity in 2022's energy. I I think, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, Me, well, I think the rugby lad makes a very good point that France are in a good shape and that if they have Entomac and they have Dupont fit for the whole thing, I just... (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be hard to beat them yeah. but I don't know if they pick up an injury here and there That's so the I'm actually going to go with Ireland I think we're going to win the only thing we went to we actually we didn't touch on was just we, were, we touched on the wing spot mm. um, in the centre I mean I, I know what you're probably going to say but maybe you might have a different answer but Robbie's coming back in there right I think I don't think you, you can't not start Robbie whether yeah. it's 12 or 13 but do you do you stick to your, your Robbie and, and Gary, Gary or do you go Robbie and Bundy I just, I, I just don't think you can go wrong. Uh, like it, it's not often they're all fit in the same squad as well. Um, so it'd be some headache for the management. I, I don't think you can go wrong, honestly. Yeah. It'll be. Uh, it just actually doesn't make a difference. Even if Hume comes in there as well, like it actually exactly. doesn't make a difference anymore, does it? No, they're very strong. Ma- <laughs> I'm gonna go with Robbie and Gary. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Girl. But like yeah. it is like Bundy's unbelievable player, and he was so good in November. So. I like Robbie and Gary, but, yeah. but I do like that when, when Bundy comes in, I just think, see, you get more out of Henshaw 13. Yeah. I'd yeah. Just get to, more out of him. Like I'd love to play with Bundy. I'd say, have you played with him? Yeah. yeah I'd say yeah. the energy you get yeah. off him is incredible. Doesn't stop talking. He's brilliant to play with, honestly. He just yeah. lifts you. But uh, yeah. no, it'll be interesting to see now. What's the other big call? I suppose it's going to be second row. I mean, obviously, it's probably going to be James Ryan in there as one of them, but like, it looks like Henderson might be fit. I mean, look at the form Ty Burns on at the moment. Like, how do you not play him? Like, and you yeah. can't put him into the back row because there's too many back rows there. Yeah. So he has to start in that second off. He's going to start anywhere. Yeah. Do you think he will start? Oh, I don't know. I, know. I just, I just, I just, I just mm. baffles my mind how someone like Ty Burns can't be starting in yeah. that the form he's on and the, just what he offers around the breakdown alone. Like, he's a monster. Yeah, I, think, I think he will start. Yeah, his form has just been so good. So I think you have to start him. It'd be interesting. Back row or the second row? Second row, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, you could you could put him six as well. It all depends on your. Jo- Josh is, is is fit now again. Is think, he? Yeah, I think he should yeah. be fine. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if you're going to have Josh at seven there, and then you're probably going to have uh, the two lads, Conan and and it's obviously going to be Conan and Doris are yeah. going to be six or eight. It doesn't make a difference. They swap around and then find a the seven. So you, you can't take either any of those three out because it's too yeah. good. Yeah. Well, as Luke was saying, there's probably going to come down to game plan who they're yeah. playing, what they want to do in, in the match. True. Like, yeah. Luke, what would the um, the vibe and the energy be like um, in camp at the moment with the Six Nations squad in Portugal? Uh, what what would it be like over there? I think it's 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 good that they're like they're taken away from Dublin really, put, put or away from Carton House. Um, they'll be having some crack, I'd say, the first few <laughs> days in Portugal, uh, enjoying the weather and things like that. But they will be training very hard. Um, but would they be having fun down there? They did. I think the first couple of days they usually because you're coming from clubs and it's the best way to kind of have a few beers together is a bit ways to come to come kind of come together. So yeah. I'd imagine the first few days they might have been you know relaxing a little bit more. I saw photos of them on the beach anyway yeah, the other day yeah. so I'd say so but I think just like coming off the November they just had they should be very confident um, you know all the provinces are going really well so yeah like it, they should be in great, great do they form take them away? Do, you take, do they take you guys away to another country like that to kind of get you away from 
everyone at home and just like the energy and everything back home and the yeah. hype and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so. But Focus. also, it also I know it takes you away from your family and friends and things, but it also, you know, kind of builds the camaraderie in the squad. Um, you know, you're obviously room with people and yeah. in the team room and things like that. So like that's huge for, for any type of team or squad. So... But no, they should be. Uh, they'll be training very hard. But I, I don't know. I don't know when they get back. Maybe Tuesday or Wednesday or so. So they'll be raring to go when they get back into Dublin. Anyway, the atmosphere will be building nicely. Yeah. Because right, like, who's got tickets for the game? Anyone got any spares? I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for spares. <laughs> 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 Are you going to be getting? Hopefully, I'll be going. I don't know. Yeah. yeah remember how we had that break. chat with, with Devin that time when he was on? Like he was like, "You'd be surprised. Players don't get as many tickets no. as yeah, you think. Everyone just assumes you get loads of tickets." No, no. Even if like the in the the reserve, like the lads who are in the squad are not playing, like they wouldn't get as many tickets as you think or anything. Like that. Yeah. You people just assume. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah. You're in the squad. Of course, you're getting lots of tickets. Yeah. No, no. It doesn't mark that way at all. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. But the way they are, like it's kind of funny, like the way there's no like there's especially you now like with these three games, like how long has it been since there's been a Six Nations match in Dublin? Is it two years? Oh yeah. They are going to be yeah. like every every single club gets a certain allocation. Yeah. Every single club's going to take yeah. the full allocation. That's why you created ticket. your clubs. You can get tickets. We matches. got. We well, you know, we, we have an entire club, and all we got was what did we get? We got sixteen tickets across the three games, and out of those sixteen tickets, ten of them are going to gone straight away to sponsors. You Stop. have to give them to your sponsors. Okay. So like then it comes down to comes back to the committee, comes back to the players. Nine times out of ten. And the comedian players don't even get off of the tickets because they're gone already to the sponsors because there's mm. so little of them there and there, yeah. there's so many so many clubs in Ireland then you've got obviously you know the couple of players that get them for their friends and family and then the coaches and then the obviously corporate sponsors yeah. and then, they never go on general sale anymore yeah. like so do you get offered to buy tickets because you're obviously capped no no, no, that's not a thing. No. What? Unless I, well, I don't know about it anyway. No. <laughs> really? No, I don't think so. She's I maybe, maybe no. Maybe when you, I was going to say maybe when you retire, but I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I would have assumed because you played for Ireland, you're like just like yeah, Luke, you can have two if you want. Like, well, like I, I, I know a few lads in the squad. That's about it. Like, I, if I want to take it, I'd have to ask a few of the lads in the that squad. That's mad. <laughs> yeah. It's something you never really think about. I suppose. That's a yeah, crazy yeah. insight now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, speaking about playing rugby over in the sun, like the Portugal lads over in Portugal, we have the sevens, men and women playing in Seville, and they're their second week in Spain playing the World Series and they were going unbelievably. Just before we started recording this, the women got into the final, which is mad, isn't it, Megan? Yeah. It's the first time, I think, that we've ever got into a final. Really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. At that level, at the World Series, it's, it's huge. Right. Absolutely delighted for yeah. them. They must, they must have like a new group of girls in or something because they did really well last week as well. Yeah, there's a really um, strong young group of girls, like a great collective and you just you can tell that they're all really, really good friends on and off the pitch and they've been playing together, um, you know, and building and building over the last number of months and yeah, just it's they're performing well and yeah. just but, but they, you know what it's like some, some weeks, sometimes you have a tournament where you have a, an amazing turnout in the games and others not so much and this this week yeah, is their week that's why i'm so impressed with them because it's yeah. been back-to-back -back weeks for in spain yeah they played really well last week they won all their pool games i think or they won four games and then they just beat england in the semi-final this week 29 yeah. nil so they've, <laughs> they've kept the standard up for two weeks yeah. like. they have Certainly. some really key players like we spoke about baby parsons yeah. she's in the setup now at the sevens and she's absolutely just that's so it was that semi-final saw that match against England. Yeah. So in the yeah. final now against, Aust against Australia. So it's, on, it's on at seven, at, at four minutes to seven tonight. Exactly. Yeah. So well, in the final, so you'll be we'll be finished here. You get you get you'll be at home time to watch. Yeah. It, so yeah. Yeah. Well, when this when this goes out live, we'll know the results. Hopefully, bit, hopefully like, we'll hope, be celebrating. Hopefully they've a won. Win. But also the men have done really well. They're going yeah. into the semi-final today. It's probably on around about now. They're playing. I think they're playing Argentina, which is Argentina are really really good now as well. But hopefully the boys can can get through them and get into the final, yeah. which is you. 
huge for them because they have a whole new crop of young fellas in as well now. Mm. I literally have just retired from that team and I don't recognise half the squad. Like, so <laughs> yeah. That's how new it is. So, so, well, look, out with the dead wood, like, as I said. You know, out with out the dead, dead wood, wood. Yeah. 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 There's so many young. new young lads in, yeah. No, but obviously, a couple of the old heads are still there. Yeah. But like, a lot of new young lads and they're obviously playing well. That's great. Yeah. Oh, they were saying like, out with the dead wood, you're what, 26, 27, <laughs> is it? And then we're like, you were the oldest player on the team last night at 28. Like, I mean, yeah. we're going to have 15 year olds playing for fucking Leinster and Ireland <laughs> the next week. They seem to be getting younger and younger, don't they? I like, know. I mean, you look back years ago and you'd never, like, you'd rarely see players coming in into professional game at 18, 19, 20. I and know. now there's yeah. loads of them coming in. Like, yeah. the likes of Dork and stuff coming in at yeah. 19. And But I think, it's, I think it's because the school system now, like, they're basically small academies. Like, like yeah. you went to Michael's. Yeah. That's basically Leinster Academy. Like, or <laughs> yeah. Leinster yeah. Sub Academy. The I'm training, the, I guess. I'm the other side of them as well. You're the other yeah. side of them as well, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that's what it is. The school system's just so good now that these players are coming through from under 16, they're 17. They're ready made, like. They're just developed. They're just better. Um, so I think that, yeah, just, just, it's unreal to see. The seven's going well, yeah. uh, 15's going well. So uh, Irish Rugby's in a good place. It's huge, yeah. 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 Brilliant, brilliant. But um, unfortunately, lads, or fortunately, whatever way you want to look at it, that's all we've got time for this week. Yeah, and before we go, of course, we want to give a big thank you to our partners, Bank of Ireland, proud supporters of the four Irish provinces. And Luke, thank you so much for being such a lovely sport. Uh, you've been brilliant on the show, especially after the disappointment win last night. But you were unreal. The lads are thank brilliant. You. And you'll be coming back stronger after that. Um, really looking forward to seeing you playing. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we're look, we, hope, we hope to see you in the Six Nations. Hopefully you'll get called up at some stage. But um, we'll see you next week, guys, as we turn our attention to round one of the Six Nations. Hopefully we'll be looking back on a win for Ireland over Wales. Thanks again, guys. Joe presents House of Rugby. United Rugby Championship, together with Bank of Ireland, proud supporter of the four Irish provinces. Yeah.